everyone, and welcome to Stone's Top Tens, where I am ranking my top 10 favorites in different categories. My name is Anna Stone, and in season one, we are exploring my favorite romantic comedies with a variety of my friends. We are working backwards from 10 to 1 with a few bonus episodes because I suck at making decisions. Now, sometimes you may think we are missing a movie that is essential to the top 10 list. There are a few reasons this may be. I may have never seen it. It may appear on a different list, or I just may not agree with you about how good the movie is, which is totally possible. You can always email me with any suggestions or positive feedback at stonestop10s at gmail.com. No apostrophe in the email address. If you'd like to get updates about when episodes are coming out, please subscribe to Stone's Top Tens on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your pods. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Stone's Top Tens to get updates too. So let's welcome today's guest host, Emily Wallenfang. Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be here today and for you to include me on your podcast. I feel very honored, <laughs> very excited to be here. Um, super excited to watch about our or to talk about our movie. It was super fun to rewatch it. How are I you? Know. I'm good. I'm just like so jealous of your plant room that you're sitting in right now. <laughs> like, I it is just beautiful. And I'm like, are those orchids? No. Yes. Yes. Are those orchids yep. back there? Holy crap! They're beautiful. I know, and they're real. <laughs> Not to chew my own horn. I kept some orchids alive. I did. This is the third year. They're hard to, yeah, like they're hard to, mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've heard I only have succulents. <laughs> Shout out to my Aunt Joe for helping. <laughs> well, I love it. Um, so today we're going to be just discussing my number three pick, 2003's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, starring Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. The movie begins by introducing Andy Anderson, played by Kate Hudson, as a how-to girl for a magazine, even though she wants to write more serious pieces. When Andy's friend is broken up with, their boss encourages them to use her breakup as inspiration. In an effort to keep others from exploiting her friend's pain, Andy volunteers to do a piece about common practices that women do that push men away. While this is happening, Ben Barry, played by Matthew McConaughey, is trying to win a new diamond account at his advertising firm. He convinces his boss and co-workers that he can make any woman fall in love with him, and they bet the account that he can't accomplish this in 10 days' time, for the just in time for the company launch party. Andy and Ben start dating with their conflicting agendas, leading to shenanigans and feelings, culminating in the big diamond launch party. Now, Emily, what are your initial thoughts about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, or like what did you like about it most on a rewatch? Well, on the rewatch, I just fell back in love with this movie. I haven't seen this movie Same. in well over probably 15 years, mm -hmm. um, but it just brought back so many fun memories of us watching it and our silly shenanigans in your basement <laughs> <laughs> quoting yeah. this movie. And, um, you know, I would say I like we must have driven our parents nuts quoting this movie. I'm sure we drove them nuts and 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 watching this movie and in many other areas of our life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it was really. I mean, it just was really fun. It was really nostalgic. I, I mean, I was laughing. I had forgotten about some of the jokes, honestly. So it kind of was like 
watching it again for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, just laughing about how you as a viewer are knowing exactly what's going on from both perspectives and seeing these two just bumble along and (laughs) make each other's lives miserable. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. It was nostalgic, pulled a very dear place in my heart. Same. I hadn't watched this in a really long time either. And I forgot just like how charming it is. Like the the premise could be like really off-putting, but it's just <laughs> flawlessly executed. Um and it's so funny. Uh mm-hmm. even like little bits, you know, like there's a really yeah. small scene where she's like eating a hamburger and she like <laughs> and her boss is like um take smaller bites and she like oh. makes out with a burger it's just so funny yeah. um yeah. and this is the first time I had watched it with I watch with subtitles because I'm I did too person. and I never do that <laughs> and I like caught a lot more of the one-liners and jokes than I remember from growing up so mm-hmm. um absolutely so what would you say are the highlights of this movie for you um, well, obviously, um, Kate and Matthew are just perfect for these roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the way that they banter off of each other, the the cast in general, I mean, Catherine Hahn, come on, oh, nobody could have <laughs> nobody could have played that role better. Um, <laughs> it's it's just um I I really think it's the the comedy, the the um the feelings that it evokes knowing both perspectives like you're rooting for them but yet they just keep screwing it up <laughs> you know it just oh man there's so many highlights and you also like want them to fail because you want them to both get this like success for their careers right but really you want them to be together <laughs> Yeah, and like you also kind of don't feel super bad for them all the time because they're really doing this to themselves, let's be honest. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, you absolutely got it. The chemistry between Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey is like unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both so attractive in this movie. It's like peak both of them mm-hmm. and they just play off each other really well. Um, I love the humor Andy's antics which like she's supposed to be representing what everyday women do in relationships mm-hmm. and it's like not even close <laughs> like yeah right some of it is but some of it's not and it just it, makes it so funny it's just so over the top right yes um <laughs> and I love their like little trios of friends like mm-hmm. her little you know three her and her two friends and then Mm -hmm. Ben and his two friends I just love them Mm -hmm. um and then for me I love that yellow dress oh it's (sighs) iconic how can you not so beautiful like I could never pull off that kind of dress because like as a lady of curves like that's not how my body would look in that but it's so beautiful it's beautiful and not many people outside of Kate in general could pull that (laughs) dress off okay good point (laughs) yeah all right so next we're gonna look at which scenes we thought were the best throughout the movie so which would you say are the best um I have different opinions on this just based off of like the flow of the movie Mm -hmm. so I love those awkward scenes where it's over the top and (laughs) you know you can feel 
Andy's frustration that why is Ben like not dumping me? Why is he not getting the hint? I mean, everybody else would be running. I just, I found myself like crying, laughing at her antics. Um, And then the other one that I just love, and I think that it's just because it's so heartful is Ben's family when they're playing Mm -hmm. the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I have that one too. I love that scene. I love that it's really becoming real to Andy, what she's doing and the investment that she now has in Ben's life and his family Mm -hmm. and his mom. And, and, you know, when she talks about getting that hug from his mom, that she really felt that she was loved and welcomed and accepted. And it's just so heartwarming. (laughs) I um, I love that the whole weekend in Staten Island, mm-hmm. like his family playing BS, it's like one of my favorite games yeah. and I haven't played it in forever. I was um, thinking that too. I haven't played that in years. Yeah. We're definitely gonna have to do that the next time you come up here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love how she like gets his family to cheat so that she can <laughs> beat him and like his reaction is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the uncle that just keeps like tooting. <laughs> I know. What is it's it? So I think it's juvenile. Uncle Arthur. Yes. It's so juvenile, but of course you can't help but laugh at I it. I... Um, I love the the motorcycle lessons. Um mm-hmm. and like they're just so cute. And then like the bathroom scene, like mm, mm, that is spicy. <laughs> uh it is um and like I just like that she can't keep up her facade once Mm -hmm. his family's involved like Mm -hmm. she just can't you know you mentioned like how she's talking about his mom like I kind of wish we had more background about Andy's family to see like why that was so impactful for her Mm -hmm. but it is just so tender well and I think that you can really see that Ben let go his facade too. He's comfortable around his family. He's having actual fun with Andy. Mm -hmm. You can see that it's just um, effortless for them to be together during this weekend. Right. Like they are so, they put so much effort into every other time they're together. Andy trying to push him away, him trying to make her feel, fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time they both kind of just let it be. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the purse exchange. Like, it's such a small yeah. scene, but it's so funny. And it's the world's tiniest purse. It made me think of, like, I don't even remember what it, like, what event it was, but Lizzo had this, like, literal oh one-inch purse. Yes. And it, like, made me think of that. <laughs> um, And, like, you know, Ben and Tony and Thayer are all reacting to the purse. Like, it's a woman's secret source of power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, Brandon, my husband, like, legitimately will not go in my purse. If I ask him for something for my purse, oh my he will God. just hand me the purse. Um, it's just, like, it must be, like, a guy code thing that I don't understand. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's cute though. I mean, they're so concerned. They're so worried, but then they find a loop around or a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how Tony like knocks the purse over. He's like, it's so intentional. And he's just like, oh man, I'm so clumsy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he sends all those roses. And I think we don't really talk a lot about how like a lot of Ben's actions would really push some women away. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, it's love bombing, which can be over the top and problematic. <laughs> well, I was watching this and I was like, I'm going to talk to Emily about this. And I was like, oh, she would hate this. Like she oh, would be done. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at my place of work. Absolutely not. How embarrassing. <laughs> Didn't he send like a hundred roses? A hundred like, white roses. Ugh, he would be getting a call. <laughs> <laughs> That's over the top. <laughs> I also I love the movie date um she is like my nemesis in a movie theater I hate people that talk during the movie um, you know what when I was watching that scene I I thought Anna would hate you <laughs> I wanted it that is like the worst person in a movie theater <laughs> I agree with you and like I love how she you know she like calls him Benji um and she's like oh, I love Sleepless in Seattle and he's like yeah it's my favorite and she makes this face like what the hell like I know <laughs> you know sometimes her facade falls away where yeah. you know the real Andy comes out and she's like are you kidding me <laughs> um, and the guy behind them like she is the worst when she's like my boyfriend will beat you up but he like his muzzle comment is like so uncalled for it- I actually wrote that down in my notes where um, I cringed. I forgot about that co- that comment and I, I watched it and my jaw dropped. And I, I like, like audibly oh. gasped. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Like, I know. I was like, this is in this movie. <laughs> um, but I love that they like get out there and he's huge and mm-hmm. he just like sucker punches Ben and she like catches him and they slide to the floor together and like the instant he gets hurt she like can't keep up with what she's trying to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. and he like you know rubs his face in her boob and <laughs> he like he has this like giggle and it's like this authenticity between the two of them where you could see like what they could be if they weren't mm-hmm. both playing this mm-hmm. game yeah um and then finally, I love the couples therapy. <clears throat> How could you not? That's why I said Catherine Hahn. My Catherine God. Hahn. Um, I mean, like, obviously the stereotype that they're perpetuating about therapy isn't great, but it's absolutely how it was in the early 2000s, like what people mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Ben, like, is yelling that he's not a rageaholic, where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> um and Andy's yeah. like putting the tissues in her armpits and she's like trying not to laugh and Michelle like pushes them into the Staten Island weekend which I just love I, yep I know I love that scene too I mean it to your point it is so over the top she <laughs> yes. plays it so I mean it's hilarious to watch yes. her from the the point that she opens to the door <laughs> to the point that they leave I'm just dying and like Andy's face when she opens the door. <laughs> like, and yep. I love how like Ben recognizes her at the end of the movie when he's trying to find Andy and he's like, yep. You owe me three hundred dollars. Like, yep. yep, I know, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, so <laughs> next we are gonna look at the cast. So we already kind of talked a lot about Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, the main actors. Um, Mm -hmm. And there aren't a lot of big names in the supporting cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most notably, as we mentioned, is Catherine Hahn. Um, She plays Andy's friend, Michelle. And Adam Goldberg plays Ben's friend, Tony. And I always think of him from Freaks and Geeks. Nope, not Freaks and Geeks. Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it was some stoner movie (laughs) with two Mm -hmm. two words in it. Or three words in it. Um, 
Ben's friend Thayer is played by Thomas Lennon, who he's been in a few things. I haven't seen him in a ton. Um, so are there any changes that you would make to the cast? Not, not really. And I thought about this quite a bit. I think for the most part, like the central cast is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, gold. Catherine Hahn and, um, um, oh shoot. What is her name? That's the other friend. I can't think of it now, but I love the, to your point, the friend groups gold. I think it's mm-hmm. so good. Um, a couple of the other characters I could see making some changes, but overall, I really love the casting. Yeah, um, I agree. The biggest thing I had was like some diversity and representation oh, yeah. there, which is like the through line of this entire season is, you know, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, not big for diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've talked about Hudson and McConaughey. They're so good. Um both of their friend groups have some really good one-liners. Oh my gosh, um, yes. My mom always quotes the drama, drama, drama. Like <laughs> We did too, though. Don't you remember? I mean, we quoted it so much that I think you and I were even sick of it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> everything about Michelle, like, she's just so funny. Mm-hmm. And then Ben's friends. I love when Andy shows up with Crawl and their little, like, family outfits. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh you look wow. like the inside of a raincoat. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. I I mean, I have to say, watching this, Ben, his character, really took a beating. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and especially, like, at poker night, his friend's facial expressions that whole time when she, like, takes the pizza out of... I think it's Tony's mouth and like yeah. shoves a cucumber sandwich in there. Yeah. Like, and she's baby talking the whole time. Aki, aki pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta blow your nose. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Red flag. Uh-huh. <laughs> and even though like it's a really small part, like we don't see Ben's family a whole lot, like that whole dynamic, they they feel like a family. Mm-hmm. And like that's hard to do in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with you. There's really not a whole lot I would do with this cast either. Um, so how do you think this movie holds up in the 2020s? Questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like I stated, I love this movie. It's very nostalgic, but when you're looking at some of the jokes, to your point, the diversity problem, the, (laughs) the way that, um, the supervisor or, or Andy's boss responds to certain things and says oh. things in the workplace. As an HR professional, I was just cringing that yes. whole time. You know when he they're talking done. about when they're talking about how Michelle just got dumped and and she immediately goes instead of like oh like emotionally are you okay? She goes, but you look amazing. Doesn't she look amazing? Everybody like immediately to looks, and then you know. One thing that really bothered me was when Michelle responds that she hasn't eaten since the Mm -hmm. split. And that that boss immediately responds with, good for you. Right about it. Yeah. What? There was definitely um, the, like, fat phobia and weight comments that are really common in, like, Mm -hmm. 90s and 2000s movies. Yeah. Um, There's that moment when, like, the Judys are picking out who Ben's gonna, like, try to get to fall in love with him. And, like... The first girl, like, 
is obviously not a candidate because she's overweight, which is ridiculous. And then the second girl they call Babylon 5, which seems like racist. Yeah. And it was like a really poor look. Yeah. I yeah, I completely agree. I mean, not only just the whole overarching storyline of two people manipulating each other <laughs> to, to to meet their end goal, but also how, you know, Andy really wants to write what she wants to write. She wants to get into hard hitting subjects and her boss is putting her in this teeny tiny little box of they're only there to write pieces on diets, cosmetic surgeries, fashion trends, and gossip. And that's Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, on one, one hand I could, you know, make the argument of the type of publication that she's working for versus the content, but you know, it just, it, it just shows how you can be, forced to do things that you don't necessarily want to do right and like the ethics behind both of their like shenanigans yeah in like advancing their careers is a little sketchy um it yeah sure. I mean it's it's not just a little sketchy it's terrible I mean you have to put their, <laughs> you have to put their morality into question <laughs> <laughs> um I also like the stereotype of therapy and making fun of mental health like it's um like this idea that like all therapists are these hippies and Mm -hmm. um at one point like a couple times he says Andy's like bipolar or mental Mm -hmm. um but like (laughs) I don't want to be like yeah but I still love the movie but the fact is I do still love the movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean you take it with a grain of salt knowing it when it was made and right all that but I was thinking about you know if I watched this movie for the first time and had no context no nostalgia no mm-hmm. anything would I like this movie today and the answer is most likely no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like there is something to be said about just like the real chemistry and comedy between Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey like yeah I agree even like I think about Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused he is the worst and I still love that movie too like (laughs) I don't know yeah maybe I I, just have poor taste no 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 I totally understand your point um I I mean I've said it a million times I love this movie I'm not gonna not love this movie (laughs) Okay, next we're going to go into our best worst categories. Um, First, we're going to look at the best part. Um, For me, it's just the absolute absurdity of Andy's actions. Like, she says she's only going to do what normal women do in relationships that drive men away, and that is a falsehood. Like, it's not even close. (laughs) Like, uh, bringing all her stuff to his apartment in the first week Naming his penis Princess Sophia, calling his mom, like they've known each other for less than a week and she calls his mom mm. um, the scrapbook, which is just like, oh, God, it's so funny, but it's so over the top. Oh. Um, the love fern, like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> or you could let us die too. Like, she's just so <laughs> funny. With... It's just sleeping. <laughs> it's just sleeping. <laughs> I love when he says that. Like, yeah. And like buying a dog for 
both of them in the first week they're together. Like that was always a funny bit when I was younger, but like as a dog owner, I was like, yeah. that's a huge responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also like kind of an ugly dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a dog owner too, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, what a, like, what a huge mistake. Somebody better keep that dog now. Like, <laughs> You know, but I did love like Ben went out and bought like yes dog food, dog dishes, toys, treats. Like he bought went out and bought a whole bunch of stuff for mm-hmm. it. Like, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's a that's a choice. Yeah, it is. That's a big <laughs> choice. What would you say is the best part? Oh man, I mean, a lot of what you said. You know, the the comedy of this movie, the ridiculousness of this movie, the the you know cringiness of this movie. <laughs> it, it's just it overall I just think it flows so great I've already told you about my love of Ben's family and mm-hmm. Andy and Ben's interaction during that weekend um you know most people would say oh the best part is at the end when they get together and no the best part is the story leading up to the end and mm-hmm. um just seeing the struck the struggle they went through mm-hmm. um I think it's just it, it's there's not any parts in this movie that I really dislike I think you have a really good point too like that last scene when they get together is so insignificant yes like normally that's like the big moment but like it's Mm -hmm. so insignificant compared to how good everything else is Mm -hmm. um it's kind of the opposite of most rom-coms good point yeah yeah okay so next we're gonna look at the worst part um I'm gonna be honest I I had a hard time with this. Um, the only thing I could really come up with was the lack of diversity. Uh, it's so whitewashed, especially for being in, you know, New York City. Like, it's just glaring. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, the mild sexual harassment from Ben with how he treats the Judies. And, like, even the Judies, like, that one thing... I can't keep the Judies track, which one's which. But, like, she, like directs her boss's gaze to her breasts and I was like that is not cool like (laughs) and neither are like the work like suit vests as tops like that was all over this movie they could Mm -hmm. get rid of that (laughs) yeah the I actually have the exact same thing I have the duties in here as my least favorite part and or characters of the movie i i did not think that they really captivated me as an audience member i kind of was just like are we done with this scene now um yeah yeah like problematic um in many ways that we've already pointed out but yeah i struggled with this too because this movie like i said overall is one of my favorites Mm -hmm. and from start to finish it is great story Mm-hmm. um and it keeps you captivated so I I but to your point the diversity is really really lacking and um and I haven't watched the other movies with you but it sounds like like you said there's an overall theme here yeah it's very um a very much a through line of this season yeah. so far so um next we have our best mm-hmm. actor uh for me it has to be Kate Hudson like it's really Same. hard to be that annoying and still be endearing. Mm-hmm. Like, 
she does, I don't know how she pulls it off. Yeah, I mean, I have her as well as the best. I mean, the timing of things, the way that she as an actor gave it her all. I mean, oh, she yeah. obviously is humiliating herself doing some <laughs> of this behavior on screen for everybody to watch. I mean, um, and she's just yeah. like, she pulls it off so effortlessly. You know, I think of the night when she's like trying to hook up with him and she's like, little pig, little pig, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's so funny and like to come back from oh that gosh. and yeah. have the viewer root for you still like oh my gosh yeah two things that I just could not get out of my head after watching this yesterday was Benny boo boo stuck in my head we used to say that all the time I I know silly it was it was stuck in my head to the point where it was almost like the song it's a small world after i watched this movie <laughs> yesterday and i was like i need to put something else on this is awful um and the second cringiest moment to me is when they um they're playing and she does this amazingly right and i don't know if this was scripted or unscripted but when she does that little peekaboo thing at game night oh it's yeah just terrible <laughs> just terrible Oh, she's just so good. Like her facial expressions, mm-hmm. like she, uh, like you mentioned before, like her facade slips, mm-hmm. and like it's this little like cute aside to the audience, like that she's not really like that. Mm-hmm. But like that's really hard to pull off. Like mm-hmm. she just does a, a fantastic job. Yeah, I agree. Um, then we have the worst actor category. This is the, this is my worst category. I'm really bad at this category. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I kind of, I had maybe two. Um, Annie Paris is Jeannie. That's the other friend. And I don't know that like, she necessarily did a bad job. It's just like, she, mm-hmm. when you're next to Catherine Hahn, like, mm-hmm. It, there's just no contest like there's just not a lot mm-hmm. to it and like Ben's friends seem more evenly matched mm-hmm. like Catherine Hunt just seems so much more elevated um and I don't even know which Judy it is I said maybe the Judy with the dark hair because she's so <laughs> one-dimensional yeah I don't know. yeah though that's my pick too for the worst actor or acting I should say um and and I don't know what else that the Judys have been in but I just was not wowed by their performance mm-hmm. like I stated earlier it just kind of was like okay can we get back to like the fun stuff and <laughs> do we need to be here right now <laughs> also they like kind of reminded me and like this character is one of my favorites in Monsters University the guy who's got the one body and the two heads mm-hmm. like yeah that's what they reminded me of but like not funny yes I wrote down do you they reminded me of Cinderella's evil stepsisters oh that's that's what that's the vibe that I got the mean girls vibe (laughs) the the, I'm better this is my account you know yeah Mm. those were the vibes I was getting I definitely I see that I see that (laughs) um next we're gonna look at the soundtrack uh oh wait wait wait. I have one more worst character go for it Lana's boss or Lana, Andy's boss. Yes. I can't. Everything out of her mouth was like some sort of harassment or gaslighting or <laughs> just problematic. You can do anything you want, but not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's just um, a light breeze. <laughs> I just like sh- to. She's always going to be the aunt from Jumanji to me. Oh my God. I didn't even <laughs> make that connection. You're so right. Wow. Those characters visually look so different. Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh, now okay. I'm going to have to go back and watch Jumanji. <laughs> I was just about to say, maybe I'll watch Jumanji tonight. <laughs> okay, moving on to the soundtrack. Uh, to me, it's just kind of meh. Um, I That Keith Urban song that's playing when they're um, doing the motorcycle thing, mm-hmm. that stands out because that was like, we listened to a lot of that like pop country in middle mm-hmm. and high school. And mm-hmm. like... That was very much a song that we listened to a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love You're So Vain. That's like oh. the saving grace to me. You're So Vain by Carly Simon is just mm-hmm. perfection. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess I disagree a little bit. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I do. I love it. it. And it really does. It brings me back. I mean, to your, pain, to your point, You're So Vain, iconic. I mean, when mm. they're singing it to each other, you know, very buzzed. Uh, Saying the wrong words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. But then, you know, there's that callback of hot in here that, oh, yeah. You know, high school dances and <laughs> um, kiss me. And I mean, I just thought, I thought it did add to the storyline without taking away because mm. sometimes songs can be too big and too bold and and it doesn't really fit. I thought the soundtrack was just very, you know, good in the background. Hmm, okay I like your I like your take <laughs> um so next or finally here we're gonna look at what changes we would personally make to the movie or what changes we think would be made if it were made in 2023 and who we would cast if it were being made today so um I'm gonna start with like overall changes okay. I thought um Andy would work at like BuzzFeed or someplace like that. Mm-hmm. Um, ben would be trying to get a tech account instead of a diamond account. I just mm-hmm. feel like that wouldn't be the same. Um, and there would absolutely be a scene with Lana and Philip hooking up at that company party. <laughs> like somebody would walk in on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had like insane chemistry for mm-hmm. being on screen together for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I'd put some more diversity in there what overall changes would you make yeah I mean really a lot uh a lot of the same things that you said um I just feel like there's a lot of things that you would have to take away from this movie if you made it now um a lot of the jokes wouldn't hit and or be very distasteful um to your point there there's this is not a diverse cast at all and I'm not just talking about different races, but body types and and um, mm-hmm. and all different types of diversity would be really helpful. And I agree with your take on the um, specifics about BuzzFeed and a tech company. I didn't even think about it that specifically, but um, the the tone of the movie I would want to be the same, mm-hmm. funny, silly, over the top, but yet not. Um, not going too far to like really being distasteful. Yeah. Um, so looking at modern casting, I thought for Andy, um, Zendaya, I thought would be really good. Mm-hmm. Or Florence Pugh. 
Mm. Oh my gosh. I have Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. But I also could see like an Ali Wong. Oh. Um, I mean, she's unbelievably funny and she's got that like real quick wit. And mm-hmm. I feel like she could make it really over the top. Maybe Amy Schumer, but I, I like Ali Wong better. Um, but I did. I had Florence Pugh down as well. I thought Zendaya because she's got the facial expressions. Yes. Like I thought of like all the, the good facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Um, for Ben, I had Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. um, Anthony mm-hmm. Ramos, oh, or yeah. Winston Duke. Oh my gosh. Those are <laughs> good picks. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> my picks are kind of, I struggled with. Ben's character more so than uh Allie's but uh or Andy's so I thought maybe like a Dave Franco mm. or like a like a um uh, who's that I, Jake Whitehall it's that comedian that traveled around with his dad it's on a Netflix show it's super funny he's a, he's another comedian and mm-hmm. um so I just thought Dave Franco was my number one pick though to your point about like the expressions and the mm. uh you know the the chaos that I think he could bring to Ben's character yes oh hold on time out Andy is supposed to be 23 in this movie and have her masters and already be like a junior editor at a magazine well that's very unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> I I saw that and I was like that's incorrect oh Oh my gosh when did she graduate college at 16 how'd she get her master's by 23 oh my gosh yeah that's I mean it's fiction (laughs) okay back to modern casting um for Andy's friends I had Cecily Strong and Camila Mendez Mm, oh yeah I love those um yeah I like I said, I really struggled with this category. I'm not very good at um like coming. Um, up. I have to look up. I have to look up lists of actors and actresses <laughs> in certain age ranges. Oh man. Okay. I well, I do forget have... every actor I ever have seen in anything. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I do have a suggestion for Lana, Andy's boss, and I thought go big or go home. Get um you know manifest Miranda Presley and get Meryl Streep back in there. Oh, I went a different direction with Lana. I had Maya Rudolph. Oh, very different take. (laughs) Very different take. I was thinking like the judge in the good place or not the judge. Yes. The judge in the good place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I Uh, love it. I love it. Well, I mean, you could go either way, either make her worse (laughs) or (laughs) Or make her worse in different ways. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> and um, I also said keep Catherine Hahn, but maybe, <laughs> maybe put her as Ben's mother now. Oh, instead of the friend. Interesting. Um, for Ben's friends, I had Dan Levy, yes. and Manny Jacinto. Okay, I could totally see that. We've been watching The Good Place, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> From my picks. <laughs> obviously. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I completely agree with those picks. I, um, I, like I said, I struggled with those characters. With the side characters, oh. I always struggle with. But 
I have one more. Ben's boss, I thought Kevin Bacon. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I'm completely on board with that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, Emily, do you have any final thoughts about how to lose a guy? I just love this movie. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. I I mean, it just it's it was so fun revisiting it and um, I'm going to be restating these jokes again for the next 10 <laughs> years. So, uh, no, it just, it was such a fun rewatch. And I just, you know, I just wanted to thank you so much for including me. And so um, yeah, and just, I, it's just such a joy to be here. And I'm having so much fun. Oh, thank you. Um, well, folks, that's all that we have for episode eight of Stone Stop Tens. Thank you, Emily, for co-hosting with me. And thank you all for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. The artwork for the pod was created by Avery Summers. Please feel free to send me an email at stonestoptens at gmail.com. No apostrophe in the email address. If you have any positive feedback, if you have any negativity, please just keep it to yourself. Um, I don't need it. If you'd like to get notifications about Stone's Top Tens, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your pods. And I'll see you next week for episode nine, which is my number two pick, 1999's The Wedding Singer.